and welcome back to the Leader of the Pack podcast. I am your friend and confidant, Marcelo, and I will be here with you as we share some wisdom, insight, and laughter in today's world. I get the privilege of chatting with Natan. Well, I'll be honest, I have the privilege of chatting with him a lot, and um, he's a great man. So today we get to talk a little bit about leadership. So we're going to talk about leadership and consistency and where the feedback comes as a leader. So Natan, um, first off, it is great to have you back on the show. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I loved what and you by said. By the way, <laughs> you guys can't see, but that intro, Marcelo says with a smile on his face. You guys don't get to see that, but he's excited to intro this podcast. Oh, why wouldn't I be? This is a great, great organization. We are sending out a great message to men. And, you know, it's, it's a privilege. It really is a privilege. What I mean it, it's a privilege to be able to be a part of the mechanism, the machine that is radically changing lives. The see, to see the transformation I see in some of these guys in our group over the last year and two years has been a godsend. It's really been a blessing for me in my life. So why wouldn't I smile? Yeah. Amen. And, and first of all, for me too, you know, when I heard, if any of you have not heard, was a podcast four that just came out um, with Gabe and his wife. If any of you have not heard that, if you have not cried in a while, or if you have not smiled in a while, it's time to go and hear that podcast. Like when, as a founder of Leader of the Pack, when I heard that podcast, Oh my goodness. Like if I ever question Marcelo, if I ever question what we're doing, just play that, play that podcast to me. Um, unbelievable what's happening in the men. And, and some of you may know, some of you may not know Marcelo's story. Huge things are happening for him and his wife as well. And, and Marcelo from, can I tell the story of the hug? <laughs> yeah, go right ahead. <laughs> So this is not like, yeah, this is not planned to be part of the podcast, but we're just doing it anyway. Marcelo was part of the pioneers, the first uh, group of 13 men that came to Israel uh, in 2018. And uh, on the Sunday of the Israel trip, we train an entire day at what is called Caliber 3. It's one of the top counterterrorism training centers in the entire world. And we trained there for the entire day for a mission that we set up at night. And just before that mission, as the sun's setting, it's actually dark at that time, we give out T-shirts. Everyone is now part of the team. Everyone is now part of the brotherhood. Um, so I go around. There's, a, there's a, a tradition that I get to punch each person in the chest when <laughs> they punch back sometimes. Uh, <laughs> when I present them with the T-shirt, Anyway, I come to Marcelo, punch him in the chest, give him his T-shirt, and I just feel this massive hug has to happen. Um, and, and, and it didn't happen for any of the other guys. Um, and I think one of the big things that made me um, want that, to give that, to receive that, was the fight that Marcelo fought in himself in order to come. Yeah. Right. I, I, I knew Marcelo to an extent and I was pushing him to come. His wife was trying to inspire him to come. And he went through such a bad, you went 
through such a battle with yourself and then you came and you you found yourself in such or, or parts of yourself in such crazy ways and I could just feel it then I could feel it from you um yeah so that's why you got a hug that was so great yeah I um we'll, we'll talk about that some other time for sure that's another that, was, podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely uh for those of you out there um every year we uh we had to, to Israel and we we really embark in a training that that really works on that man in the mirror you know and mm-hmm. That was the pinnacle of the week. That was by far for me the biggest step that I've taken in a sense that I I made the right choice. You know, we we talked a little bit about with Gabe about how his wife pressured him to go, and he's like, worst case scenario, I get to see I Israel. Get to come to Israel. <laughs> I get to come see Israel, right? And um, I'm not gonna lie, there was a part of it that I was like, oh, I'm gonna go. My wife had gone previously with her, her her business coach, and she saw a lot of wonderful things, and I said, you know. I wish I would have gone. Okay. Um, and I didn't go at the time because I was still, well, I was still in my muck, you know, I was still in the thick of it for my life. Um, but yeah, that was, that was awesome. There was a hug there that really solidified that I, it was important for me to be there and uh, it was important for me to be a part of this organization forever, really forever. Yeah. So thanks for the hug. Thank bro. You. It's a pleasure. Thank you for hugging back. All right, what were we talking about? All right, well, let's get into it. We're talking about leadership today. Let's get into this. So, um, you know, so Natan, I have a question. Like, does a leader lead according to their fo- uh, to their followers or according to their mission? We see this a lot nowadays. Mm. Am, am I being presumptuous to say that a leader needs to drive forward with his mission, good or bad? Or is there a, a pivot point in there? that the leader and the mission change based on his followers? Such a brilliant question. Um, You won't be surprised for me to answer. My belief is that it's both. Um, I've been in situations, um, some of them educational and others literally life and death when I've been a commander of security at at a school. Um, Whereas if in those cases, if I did not stay true to what I believed the mission was as the leader, if I did not stay true to that and I listened to my followers, I would have had children in ambulances. Um, I would have had literally... um, people who had just um, just committed a robbery and were running around with, with, um, with weapons run through my school. Um, those that were following me um, went into fear mode and did not want to believe uh, what we were reacting to. Um, so I had to... Uh, not take their advice at that moment and command them fully. Um, and thank God, you know, they, they, they did follow that command because at the end of the day, if you've trained well enough with those people and you know how to lead, whether they disagree with you or not, they recognize that at that moment is time to follow and later they can argue. 
Um, we've all had those times in our families on, you know, less stressful situations, right? Where we've just said to them, guys, this is what we're doing now. You can argue with me about it later, but this is what we're doing, you know? Um, like, you know, simple, you're going home from the beach, all the kids want ice cream, and you know that if you don't get them home to bed now, it's going to be crazy uh, and nothing's going to go right. Everyone's going to be, arguing. guys, sorry, this is what this is the mission. The mission is we've had a wonderful day at the beach. I know you all want ice cream. I want to give it to you, but this is what's happening, right? I'm just trying to give like a, a less intense uh, no, but but example. that's and that's truly it and you know and I feel that dynamic happening in our home <clears throat> where mm. where currently you know we have to stick to our mission currently yeah. our mission you know is we're we're moving out of our home and moving into an RV we have to stick yeah. to that mission so we're downsizing stuff right now you know mm. do we save this do we throw this away my kids have been spoiled by their uncles and we have a room full of toys a room mm. full of toys is this something that we need to carry on with us or is this something that we can pass on to somebody else? Stick yeah. to the mission, right? Regardless yeah. of the temper tantrums, that's my favorite bear. I don't understand how children can have 37 favorite bears, <laughs> yeah. but that's the case, right? Yeah. So it's the same thing, but let's go back. Let's talk about that. There's times when you know that for the safety of, of everybody, you have to stick to your mission, right? There's a dynamic on who to listen to and, and what, what, is good, what is good advice to pivot on? You know, where, where is that turning point of where you're sticking to your guns versus I'm shifting the dynamic a little bit? So, so I'm, I'm glad you asked that because I, it's not one-sided. Like I said in the beginning, I believe that it's both. Uh, at certain times, it is... We are sticking to my mission. Um, and at other times it is, I'm going to listen to the, those that are following me. Um, we, I think we always need to listen to those that, uh, who are following us, right? Um, sometimes it's because we're then willing to pivot to not do what I want or what I think or whatever it is, uh, which we can talk about in a second. And other times... It's so that you can lead them perfectly back into your mission, right? So in the simple, in the simple example of the ice creams on the way home from the beach, if you don't hear that that child really wants an ice cream or you don't hear that that child really is in love with that 35th bear, right, then you're just a cold man that does not hear, that does not want to take into consideration, yeah, <laughs> that does not want to take into consideration that there's a true emotional connection between you and that bear, Yeah. right? Yeah. But if I can hear my child and I can hear, and I come down on one knee and I say, sweetie, I know you love those bears so much. It's so beautiful that you know how to love so deeply that listen to the pivot. So now I understand them. That's why I want you to pick two bears that you can love more than anything in the world. Oh, that's good. Right. So we, if we didn't listen to them and we say like, you know, how many times in our childhood we heard, don't be silly. How can you love a bear? Right. <laughs> no, 
you can love a beer and you can desperately want ice cream as well, right? And I'm going to hear that that is a want, that is a need, that is a part of who you are. When I understand that, I'm able to pivot with you and bring you into line with me. I understand you love those bears, but you know what? You can love bears so much more if you only have two rather than 36. Do you want daddy to help you pick which are your favorite, favorite bears? Right? Now what I've done is I've done both. I've listened to my audience and I've brought them back in line with what I believe as the leader the mission can be. Now there are times in my life that I, most of the time, to be honest with you, most of the time, I don't care what happens. If, like, it, it, the, the saying in my family is, if it doesn't go against my priority system, if it does not go against my belief system, dad doesn't care. What you want for dinner, I do not care whatever is easiest for you. Where do you want to go for holiday? I don't care as long as we spend X amount and not X plus amount. You know, how many, how many people should we have over for, you know, for, for lunch? I don't, like, there are so many things that I really do not care about. Not because I'm cold, but because it makes no difference to my life that when I speak up and I say, guys, stop. We're only having four people to the to the dinner party. Or guys, stop. We're only or, or we're not going for seven days. We're going for ten days. Like whatever it is, what I try to do is save my voice for when it's really serious. Because if 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 a leader constantly is expressing what they want, what they need, what they want, what they need, what they want, shut up, dude. Like it's yeah. a little boy who cried wolf. Yeah. So if you're demanding pizza tonight, why is that any more important than demanding that everyone gets into the bomb shelter? Right? Like, where's the difference? Mm -hmm. Totally. And we see, you know, we see that in mainstream media these days, where everything uh, is the end of the world. Everything is the yes. end of the world. Well, I'm, yes. I'm sorry. We yesterday was the end of the world. The day before that was the end of the world. So that's yep. absolutely spot on. Spot on. Yep. That's so good. So a lot of people say to me, okay, so that's really fine. I can, you know, I can, I can do that. I can save my breath until it's really needed and I really believe in something. I can go with my mission. I can listen to my audience and respond to them and pull them back into the mission. But what happens when my wife says to me, I want leadership in my home. I want you to lead. And then every time I try and lead, she pushes me down. Oh, <laughs> right. If you're listening to this, put your hand up, <laughs> put your hand up. If that has ever happened to you, you're, you're being, you're being asked, begged by your wife. Come on, Nathan. I need leadership in this, in this marriage. I need to know what you want. All right, sweetie. So what I want is X, Y, Z. Why would you want X, Y, Z? <laughs> That's, a big that's spot on right there. I want leadership, but when you do step up to lead, there's nothing but resistance coming from you, from your spouse, from your yep. coworkers, from your boss. Yep. So I, I think that that is rooted in a few things. 
the first thing is like we said, if, if we constantly express our wants and our needs, we must communicate, right? But when we communicate our wants and our needs all on the same level, like you're saying, it's always the end of the world, right? Then our wife and our children will not take us seriously. Same thing as if, if we're always raising our voice at the children, when the you know what hits the fan and we desperately need them to respond right now, they're going to think dad's just shouting again. Right? So the same thing, if, if we are abusing our um, position of power, our position of leadership, right? You know, I always say leadership is not about power. It's about responsibility. So if we are abusing that leadership to push our power of what we want all the time upon those that are following us, they're not going to want to follow us and they will push back. That's right. Or they will be subservient slaves who we don't want. <laughs> we don't want to create our wives and our children or our team or our workers into subservient slaves, right? That's the one thing. The second thing is it's our fault as men. Consistency, right? If today you lead like an absolute warrior and you get up and you're like, I'm up at 5.30, I'm doing my push-ups, I've done my prayers, I've done my workout, made my cup of tea for my wife, I'm such a good leader. They're going to follow me today. Great. They follow you today. Well done, dude. Tomorrow, you're asleep until 8, 39 o'clock. You walk around the house with your hand down your pants. You watch too much TV. Whatever it is, there's no consistency in your leadership. There's no consistency in our leadership. Men have, have lost that place, and now we're whining and going, why isn't anyone following me? Because we're not followable. Yep. Yep. We don't even know who we are and therefore what path we should be on and the boundaries we should set for ourselves. And now we want everyone to follow us. Yeah. So like just th this image just came into my head. Imagine, you know, when you go on <laughs> one of my favorite things, when, when, you know, you're going on a picnic with a few families, you know, and before GPS, before Waze and, and Google Maps, everyone's like, all right, we'll follow you because you know where you're going. Man's like, yeah, right. Everyone's following me, right? Because I'm the only one that's ever been to that park before. And you feel like this warrior leader man, the whole picnic party is following you. So my favorite thing is when you come to a roundabout, do you guys call it a roundabout? Like, yeah. Yeah. So when you come to a roundabout and you know, everyone's following you. Oh my so God. You go, around, <laughs> you go around and then you go around again and you go around and the kid's like, dad, why are you doing that? And you're like, cause I'm playing tricks on the people behind me. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so oh, that's, that's like, imagine you're in that party following that dude who knows where the park or he says he knows where the park is, right? Your family's following you and then you go round and round the circle. What are you doing? You don't even know your own darn way and you've told everyone to follow you. Mm. Right? 
how many of us have followed that guy to the park and the most frustrating thing is when he pulls to the side of pulls to the side of the road and he doesn't no one can see what we're doing but you know like wind your window down and you're like he doesn't know where he's going he, he's going to now ask he's going to ask me he should have asked me to be the leader in the first place oh my gosh <laughs> so that's the consistency problem if you don't know who you are you don't know where you're going today you're an amazing leader tomorrow you're a bum so don't expect your wife and kids to follow you. Yeah. Lead by example. Lead by example. So I think they're, they're the key element. We, we've spoken a lot in the negative, but put them in the positive. Be consistent. Know who you are. Spend time understanding who you are. Hang out around men like leaders of the pack who, you know, we have an accountability meeting every week. Guys reach out to each other. Hey, dude, I know you were struggling with leadership last week or with an addiction last week or with money last, whatever. How are you doing on that? Yeah, so if, if people aren't following you, take a look at yourself as a leader. Ask if you'd want to follow yourself. That's really good. So, you know, there's a couple things that we brought up that uh, we're going we're gonna to touch on in the next couple of weeks here, you know, because I think something that you touched on that was really important was, was your priority system and your belief system. For those of you tuning in, stay tuned. We're going to talk in a little bit here about how does a man create that belief system? How does a man create that priority system that is something that can be foundational in your family? Guys, if you're not doing the work every single day, you're going to keep getting the results that you're getting. It's just that simple. I do my best to get up between 6 and 6.15 every morning so I can have my morning time. I need to have my morning time in my Bible. I need to do my devotions. I need to do stuff that I can do uninterrupted before the kids get up. Natan, I'm super glad that you brought that up, that priority system and that belief system, because working on that is going to definitely be pivotal in being a good leader. So we'll, um, we'll bring that to you guys here shortly. Natan, with all this said, we're going to get out of here. Is there anything else that you want to share with the team before we depart? The key to leadership on this is being who you want to follow, right? When the guys come to Israel, uh, the second year guys, now there's going to be third year guys, um, and they get to be team leaders. And I, I always say to them, if you don't have a job right now as a leader, your job is to follow perfectly. Yes. Fall into line. So to be the perfect leader, ask yourself every day, would I follow myself? If you have a crazy home right now, ask yourself at night, would have I followed myself? Would, if I was one of my kids, if I was my wife, would I follow me? If the answer is no, then do that hard search and listen to the next podcast. <laughs> if the answer is yes, share some of your secrets. I am not the only one with the answers and my answers don't work for everyone. So this is a team. This is a brotherhood. Share your thoughts. That's so good. All right. Well, with all that said, it is so good to have you on the, on the podcast. I look forward to spending more time with you and sharing your knowledge with our team. Too, Thank you. Thank you for having me back. <laughs> My pleasure, bro. 
It really is always a joy having a, a conversation with Natan. I thoroughly enjoy growing and learning from him and with him. Did you learn something new today? I sure did. Be sure to join us in the conversation on Facebook. You can find us at Leader of the Pack. You can also be a part of our members only group. Um, you can get more information from our Leader of the Pack page on Facebook. There's links in the description below and uh, be sure to share this with a friend. Our viewership and our listenership keeps growing because of members like you. Leadership starts with you. What are you gonna do to crush this week? Stand up, lead, and protect. God bless, and we'll see you soon. Be safe. <laughs>